everyone. Welcome to the Self-Awareness Journey Podcast. I'm Melissa Albers. And I'm JJ Parker. This podcast is for seekers, seekers of happiness and joy, seekers of a centered approach to success in life, seekers of their true, authentic selves. Get ready for some real talk on everything from anxiety, emotions, and habits to love, compassion, and forgiveness. We know you'll be challenged and enlightened by this conversation. We're so glad you're here. Let's dive in. Welcome back, Melissa. Ah, thanks. <laughs> you were on a you were on a trip for what? Um, two weeks. Two weeks. Go for two weeks. I was gone two weeks, and and That's a big I trip. and I didn't work. I really, truly didn't work it for two weeks. I've never, I've never done that. Have you? I don't think I could. Mm-mm. I don't think I've like fully disconnected for two weeks ever. I don't. I know. I was really scared. Now I'm like, I, I joke that like when I go on a trip, I have to bring my laptop with as like a security blankie, <laughs> even if I'm not going to use it. Yeah, because even that <laughs> summer that you took your whole family to Spain, you well, were I worked working the whole time. Huh? Yeah. The whole yeah, time. I worked the whole time. You worked the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hear like a little bit about your trip. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, for our, for our die hard podcast listeners, uh, we didn't take a two week break off of the podcast because we recorded a few ahead of time. Yeah, because we're freaks so we that were consistent. way. Consistent. <laughs> right. But. Melissa was gone for a couple weeks. I didn't talk to her. I didn't talk to you for like two weeks. I know. It felt really which was weird. Cra- which was crazy. I felt forever I know. long. I know. I know. I missed you too. It was <laughs> like, wait a minute. Yeah, it's funny. And then trying to get back in, it's like, holy cats, where am I? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, everything looks like a little different after you get back from such a long trip. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, Where'd you go? What'd you do? Yeah, so I went to Scotland. I've got a really good friend that lives in Scotland and... Luckily, beautifully, she lives on an island. It's called the Isle of Mull, M-U-L-L. Um, and she lives on a beach. It's mm. called Calgary Bay. It's absolutely so stunning. And um, I've been there many, many times. But um, yeah, this time, uh, both Mitch and I went and we were there for two weeks. And it was, and we hadn't been back since the pandemic. So it had been three years. So it's been years. Yeah, yeah, it had been three years since we've spent time together. Um, my friend's name is Fiona, and her husband's name is Colin, which sounds very UK. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyhow, it's it had been three years, and and um, just all of the feelings and the actions of traveling internationally again. It was it was really big. You know, it was mm-hmm. a really big deal. It was really really awesome though. Other than I'm up now at two o'clock in the morning, like wide awake, <laughs> thinking, "Where's my breakfast? <laughs> I'm so hungry." <laughs> so, like, what? Uh, like, I'm just kind of curious. Like, what? Like, they live on an island yeah. in Scotland. I mean, this is like, <laughs> like I think of it like <laughs> island living, like the Caribbean, right? <laughs> like is it, Gilligan's is it, Island. Is it, no, no, like, no. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. maybe like Gilligan's yeah. Island, <laughs> like little, like you can run across the island in flip flops. Yeah, yeah but, no, not quite. <laughs> but their island's not exactly like uh, sand beaches all the way around with coconuts falling out of the trees. <laughs> no, there are several sandy no. beaches, but they are lined with huge, huge cliffs made of volcanic rock. Um, mm. So if you were to visualize it, it is the sea, not the ocean. They call it the sea. So where the ocean, you know, you think about pretty big shells and you just think about a lot of vegetation. There is a lot of vegetation, mm-hmm. but it's very different. Um, the The water's very cold 
and it's filled with like true seaweed and kelp. Um, hmm. And it's beautiful. It is stunning. The sky seems so huge. Everything seems enormous. Mm -hmm. um, and there are cliffs and crags and rocks and sheep and big Scottish Highland <laughs> cows. I mean, you, it, it's a single track road, meaning it's single lane, but it's about as wide as our alleys. Uh -huh. And the speed limit is 60 miles an hour. Six zero, folks. <laughs> Six zero. Each traveling, hurtling at each other. <laughs> Up and down, around the bend. There's a car. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, on the wrong side of the road. On the wrong side of the road. Exactly <laughs> right. I, I, I laugh because every single time I get into the airport, when I go there, and I see their car, I start walking to their car. So what do I do? I just get in the, the passenger side, but the passenger mm -hmm. side is actually the driver's side there. <laughs> right. So Fiona always, always, it's an inside joke. If it's her here or me there, we always start with the same sentence. Would you stop trying to drive? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dang it. So yeah, it's a really cool. I, 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 I could just talk on and on and on about it because it's such a different culture. Everything about it is so different. The, the island itself too, I should say, if you were to drive around it, um, would take about, um, I would say probably five or six hours. It's pretty good size. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's in yeah. the Hebrides. So it's on the east coast of Northern Scotland. So, wow. the, so the average temperatures now would be maybe 70 as a high. Um, and, uh, oftentimes very rainy, you know, the stereotypical mm. rainy Scotland. Mm -hmm. uh, although in this trip, we had so much sun, it was unbelievable. I, I got so sun tan and sunburn. I was not expecting that at all. Wow. Yeah. So. So you're talking about like, sort of like the differences. Yeah. Like it's fun to pull, isn't it fun to pull, pull out the differences between like yeah. what life is like your regular life here yeah. and what life is like somewhere else when you travel? Yeah. I think you, you know, like I always get a huge perspective shift when mm -hmm. I make these trips. And I've done quite a bit of internationally travel, uh, international travel, and I've done a lot of traveling, and I know you have too, and I've dragged my kids all over the place because I do think getting that perspective is so vitally important to our balance and how we see mm -hmm. things and how we treat others and what our expectations are. But man, it doesn't matter how many times I go. And now I have lots of friends there from being there so often. I get to see so many people. And yet I'm always struck by some of the main differences. Hmm. Yeah. So let's talk about like that perspective change a little bit because yeah. like what really happens there? Yeah. Right. We get like really focused. Yeah. You know, we just go about our everyday life. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you just get in the routine and you're just doing the same things and you're going to the same store and you just kind of really grooved in. Yeah. It's almost like your view starts to get smaller. Mm -hmm. It just gets more focused, right? Yeah, it gets less um, flexible, not on purpose. Mm, I think it just becomes yeah. more rigid because you're just driving the same road all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, um, the very first time I went there, I'll never forget this. Is So she's a business owner too. Um, and she has a piece of property that has a home. And then she actually has another building that is a three-stall garage with an apartment above it. And then she actually has one other building that is a single room office. So she works mm -hmm. in this other building and she looks out over the bay. It's absolutely fantastic. 
But while she's working and I'm there, suddenly a worker drives up the drive because she had an electrician coming to fix some mm. lights in the big house. And uh, and she's in the middle of something and suddenly this car sounds and she drops everything and she goes and offers him some tea. Mm. <laughs> I was like, what? Wait, 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 do you know him? She's like, he's here to fix the lights. And I was like, well, then why are you offering him tea? Yeah. Right? And she's like, what do you mean? And so that was one of the major things that we noticed and talked about. The thing is that we're so close, it's really fun for us to talk about our cultures openly. And, mm -hmm. and it's, very, it's been very interesting. But there, if someone comes to you, you drop everything and you spend time with that person. Hmm. And it's through a cuppa. They, they literally say a cuppa. Do you want a cuppa? So it's tea, coffee, whatever. It's usually tea. Yeah. Um, and the electrician sat down and had a cup of tea for half an hour, 45 minutes before he got to work. Wow. Yeah. Like here, if an electrician comes works at my house and I'm like, yeah, working, it's almost like I don't even get off my call. Like, wave. Okay, yeah. go. Like, go do your thing. Well, and the last <laughs> thing that Americans want to do is socialize with someone that they're paying to get a job done. Yeah. Right? right. We just don't do that. We just don't do mm -hmm. that. And there was, um, and then this, so this trip kind of in the same vein, um, she's having this cool patio build. So the worker was having some fun, he was having some family stuff and, you know, he's having a tough time. And so he was showing up for work and she's saying, you know, if you don't feel like working today, don't do it. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> and that wasn't just her perspective. That's how they operate. Yeah. Well, I love I love hearing those stories because like it makes <laughs> us think like, well, maybe we're not doing it right. Yes. Maybe maybe yeah. we should change the way we operate. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That yeah. approach seems much more humane it, to me than our American yeah. version of dealing with workers. Well, I also find, you know, I get teased a lot when I go there because I'm the American, right? And Americans have a bit of a reputation, although they're so fun loving. Scott Scottish people are so fun loving and have they're just they're jovial. Their natural tendency is to make jokes and have fun. It is literally mm. their natural way of being. And um I love that. Like I absolutely love that. And so I've gotten, you know, people have given me a really hard time for some of the ways that we are. And so as a result, when I go someplace new there or I'm brought to I don't know, a new restaurant, or we go to a new group of friends that I'm going to meet, I pull back and am quiet and watch first mm -hmm. to see what the interaction is like before I just jump in and sound like a, you know, bloody rude American. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's interesting because I do take my own inventory more when I'm gone. You know, I just think, oh, right? that's interesting. Yeah. I'd rather assimilate and be able to experience all the good stuff from that rather than make a huge ripple so no one can operate in their normal way because they're all like, who is this person? Mm -hmm. Which would easily happen if you're not aware. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to show up with like too much of kind of like your own energy and disrupt. Yeah. Disrupt everybody. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes if you're if you're nervous, mm -hmm. uh, you can easily kind of over tilt on mm -hmm. <laughs> like engaging with people, yeah, which you're right, might throw throw others off. The other thing that I think is really, um, and this is traveling, and I'm speaking about international traveling today, but I think anywhere, whenever you go anywhere, it's likely that people are going to be different than you, mm -hmm. sometimes substantially and sometimes m m just in a very small way. But 
um, you know, pe- how people dress, the way people look, um, the way people behave with their children. Um, yeah, I traveled to Southern Minnesota <laughs> this weekend, and let me tell you, <laughs> woo, out of the box, no. huh? <laughs> well, actually, but a lot of Southern Minnesota is more conservative. Well, actually, the thing yeah. I was going to share is I, I, um, the the first person I bumped into there who I didn't know is a complete stranger mm. um asked where I was from and I said the Twin Cities and he just launches into this like political opinion oh. about what's happening in the Twin Cities oh. I was like oh wow like like that doesn't happen in my circles <laughs> we, yeah like a little bit more delicate around those topics yeah 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 I mean it's true you know the other thing I was just thinking about as you said that is The UK has very, very rigid rules about almost everything. And it's, um, I I mean, like even their signs are like over the top. You know, like if you're near an electrical something here in the States, Mm -hmm. there may be a sign that says warning, you know, this could cause a shock or something like that. Or just, you know, don't touch whatever. Okay. In the UK, the exact same sign will show a person being thrown backwards, killed. And it will say, warning, danger of death. <laughs> okay? So they're really, really rigid. And they're extraordinarily rigid about their gun rules. Mm. So, um, and they had heard about George Floyd. Mm-hmm. Really? Yes. Wow. So, and they, they can't, one of the things that's hard for them to understand is why we don't have stronger rules, mm-hmm. particularly around guns. They just cannot mm-hmm. understand that. Um, but what's interesting is like their entire population for the entire country is what, maybe 4 million or 5 million. It's Mm. not very much. Right. So it's a lot easier to have a lot of rules when it's a smaller population. And I try to describe Mm -hmm. that, you know, the United States is so much larger, but even in that perspective, there's a huge shift in how they think versus what we think. Mm. But it's, I feel very gifted because I can hear what those perspectives are because we know each other and trust each other and love each other enough. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a judgment. And I think too yeah. often, the minute we sense something is different, we judge. Mm. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. So, um, you know, for, we're kind of like talking about travel and how it changes your perspective. So my, uh, my 16-year-old went on a trip this summer uh, yeah. with his grandparents. Yeah. Oh. And... It was a it was a pretty big trip. They went to Brazil uh, together, so that's a which huge is a trip. really cool, really cool opportunity yeah. for him, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, but he, you know, he's well, I raise a sixteen year old, right? He's kind of like reclusive in his room <laughs> and kind of grumpy towards his parents and and all that, right? <laughs> well, he comes back from this trip and he goes, "Dad, I really got to talk to you." It's like. What? Okay. What, what's the matter? He's like, no, it's really serious. I was like, oh boy, Do like what? You know, did something happen to grandma or grandpa? <laughs> and uh, he goes, no, like this trip, it changed my whole life. Wow. It's like, wow, that sounds serious. Yeah. And and so, yeah, so he started talking about how what he started noticing was how much advertising happens in the world how he's like it seems like 
everyone's trying to sell me something when I was there. Oh, interesting. And then he's like, I realized that everyone is trying to sell me something here too, but I just didn't notice it. So I think was, wow. what happened is like, because he couldn't maybe like read the signs or speak the language. Yeah, he was just noticing But he was the kind energy. of like observing, yeah. like the huh. uh, uh, more observant of, of things, right? Yeah. Uh, which I thought was really fascinating. So yeah. that that trip for him sort of helped him, you know, see a, see how commerce worked or or, mm -hmm. or how business worked or how advertising works in in a in a different way. Well, I think that's really cool. I remember once being in the Dominican Republic and I was in this little village, and between the hours of eleven and one, everything shut down and everybody slept. Mm. Mm -hmm. And it was so hot. It was so, so hot. Anyway, during the time that people were sleeping, there was some huge American pickup that had like the monster speakers in the back, like huge speakers. All right. And it was just going around town square advertising for two huh. hours. And blah, 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 blah. I mean, loud, yeah. like, yeah, loud, loud, loud. And that was their version of advertising. <laughs> but But you're right. <laughs> Because it's an energy thing. So he was like reading the room energetically is what he was doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it really affected him. So huh. I don't know what he's going to do, it, do yeah. with that. But like it's uh, – but there's there's so many examples how uh, getting out out of your routine yeah. and, and experiencing a different place, a different culture. Yeah. It's like a different way of being mm -hmm. can really challenge the way – you think and you see the world and really provide like growth opportunities. Oh, I could not agree with you more. I, I think too, one of the things is about kind of like how you, what your attitude is when you're doing these things, you know, it's like mm -hmm. having a greater d awareness and making a decision to be more vulnerable. Mm -hmm. um, because I think we as Americans have been told over and over and over again, any kind of travel, you have to be so careful. You have to be so careful. And, and of course you do have to be careful and cautious and make good decisions. But I think that that pervasive energy um, makes people fearful when they go into a new place, especially mm. a new um, country or someplace where they don't speak English um, yeah. or where you're really out of your zone because you don't know what to expect. And so you have a tendency to kind of close in and, um, and I think judge. Yeah. You're judging everything. Yeah, that's that's an interesting like call out because I think you're right. Like there is this like cautious thing around yeah. some travel, especially international travel. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. um, we've gotten ourselves pretty far off the beaten path and it's always been totally awesome. <laughs> I know it. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Actually, I guess I remember I, I once sent my kids um, like it was probably five miles away from our condo in <laughs> in Madrid by themselves oh, right. to go buy scooters. <laughs> Looking back, I'm like, ooh, that was maybe a little too far. <laughs> Did you send Abby too? Oh no, no, just oh, the, the boys. Oh, They're fine. They're fine. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I Well, the other thing I was thinking was that uh, – there's some trips I've gone on that uh, are, I'd say one thing I tried, I, I try to do is like, I want to feel like I live in a yeah, place. Yeah, I do the same thing. Right. Mm -hmm. um, we went on a trip, again, with my in-laws to the Dominican, but it was to like an all-inclusive yeah. resort. It's much more, it's like a family vacation. Yeah. Yep. Right? Yep. And in that scenario, 
it's like it's like we went from the airport mm -hmm. to this little resort to a bubble. We stayed in this little resort. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in a bubble. We stayed in and, a bubble. Yeah. And I didn't get to have mm. really any of that perspective change yeah. stuff happen because they tried to keep the whole situation sort of as American Five culture stars as possible. possible. Yeah, and it was just like, um, and the point of it was vacation. Oh, totally. Right? You had so a beautiful, I, yeah, it was I, an awesome I totally time. get it. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it's important, like when you travel around it, to kind of think like, what am I trying to get out of this experience? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because if I could have gotten something else out of out of my vacation experience, yeah. like I could definitely have just wandered off of the Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. The grounds. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that the other thing that I always just realize and it makes my I, I, this sounds a little cheesy, but it literally makes my heart feel big. And that is no matter how different we think each other is. We are so the same. Like, mm. okay, so remember how you were talking um, that you went to that Oshkosh Air Show a few pods back? We oh, talked yeah. about that. I went to uh, exotic Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot to add the word. You know when you went to exotic Oshkosh? Actually, it was kind of, though, for this air it show. It was all exotic, yeah. Um, yes. And there were millions, literally millions of people there, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. So here I am in this crazy island in scotland and fiona has right near her a castle it is a castle that her mother lived in i mean this is like mm. a legitimate castle it was just purchased by a guy and so we were it's like a disney story <laughs> i know well you know the here's the well, side note castles are not all like oh beautiful tapestry nope they're cold <laughs> and damp and dark it's straight up dark. <laughs> doesn't matter how awesome they are they just are cold damp and dark um Awesome, but still. <laughs> anyway, so this guy in this castle, he just bought it and he's going to refurbish it back to its original state. It's going to be really amazing. Mm. Um, but while I'm talking to him, he says that he flies planes. And I told him about you and I said, oh, yeah, there's this show. And he said, yeah, the Oshkosh show. I was like, what? Like he's a Brit that lives on the Isle of Man. Yeah. Um, and he flies planes. And he's been to and, the Oshkosh. And he knows about our, yeah. our little Wisconsin air show. Yeah. 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 He's been there many, yeah. many times. And I just thought to myself, it doesn't matter how far away you go from home. There's still so much the same if we look for it. Yeah. It's like the world is almost like infinitely big and infinitely small yeah. at the same time. Mm -hmm. It's really kind of amazing. It is amazing. To see. Yeah. So I would just say, you know, my perspective, every time I get to do something like this, I just, I go in wanting to remind myself about how, first of all, I'm so grateful to be able to do stuff like that. You know, it's just, mm -hmm. um, it, it's worth it to me. Like, even when we didn't have much when we were younger, uh, you know, newly married and that sort of thing, it was a priority for us to travel. And mm. it still is a priority for us to travel. And I feel so grateful that I can. And I also come back from those trips feeling my perspective has been so expanded and I I'm reminded of how much good there is in the yeah. world. Yeah. Even if bad yeah, stuff great. happens, even if bad stuff happens during the trip, there's so much good. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So whether maybe big or small, mm -hmm. even if you're going to southern Minnesota yeah. like I did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You can find you can find things that can help 
help you understand yourself better, help you understand other people better. Yeah. Just uh, expand your view. Yeah. uh, Like of the world. Well, even like you're talking about that guy that was telling you all the things about the cities, you know, when he was in Southern Mm -hmm. Minnesota. It's like for me, when I'm faced with that, I never get um, defensive when people do that and they're people I don't know. I never get defensive. I always get curious. Mm-hmm. So tell me why you think like that. Oh, that's interesting. And and yeah. what would you wish it would be like instead? Oh, that's, hmm. And just learn. Just be open to learn. Yeah. Even if it's crazy opposite of how you think. It's, yeah. you know, it's a great way to interact yeah. with people. And there's another thing about travel, uh, and then we can wrap it up, but there's, I feel like a big part of just human nature mm-hmm. is to explore. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So really getting in touch with like that, that kind of core instinct of wanting to explore and kind of explore your local area and yeah. then, and then branch out. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause that's Be curious. really a lot of our nature. Yeah. I agree. I agree. So I hope everybody gets to do some trips over the time, you know, just, and, and when they do, and if you've got one coming or, or if you've just come back from one, it's like, what perspective in you has shifted because of it. I think that's so valuable. And that's one of the huge memories that you get to take from the trip. Did you enjoy this episode? Please go to your favorite podcast platform to subscribe, rate, and leave a review so others can discover it as well. Growing self-awareness is a lifelong journey and there's always further to go. And it's better when we're all in it together. Please think of someone you know who could benefit from hearing today's conversation and share this episode with them. We can't thank you enough for listening. Until next time, happy exploring, seekers.